0: TV, The destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! I'ma call in. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. We're back! Yeah! Oh, yeah!
1: Right. Monday Night Football, After Buzz TV, week two. Oh, yeah. We have the Jets versus the Colts, and if you hadn't already known by Jets, chant over here from my girl, C. What's The Jets one?
2: I'm so excited to be back. I missed week one. I was actually in New York for opening day, so to come back to my first Monday Night Football show this season with you guys and have a Jets be on and win... Best day ever.
1: Yeah.
3: Absolutely. So you guys
2: can tweet me along the way if you want, at I-A-M-S-T-E-F-Z, for
1: everything Jets. And next to Steph Z.
3: I'm Kevin John, and I am ecstatic because my team also won, even though it wasn't on Monday Night Football, but they also won this past Sunday. And I just want to say can't
2: this. even Can't even give me the light for two seconds. Uh, I- it can't happen. <laughs> for all the amount of time you've destroyed the Jets last like, year, you can't even just say, Steph... Good
3: game. You can't. You know what Steph. You know, that's poor sportsmanship. You know what, Steph. You need to learn things. For my for my annual winter vacation, you know where I wanna to go to? Rebus Island. Okay? I'm gonna travel there. You can Yo, come with you me. should
2: come. The Patriots play the Jets December twenty seventh in New York and I will be there. You are invited. That sounds I bet fun. you
3: were. Now speaking of being there, obviously you guys saw Last Monday, unfortunately, I was not joined by my two favorite counterparts of all time here. It was me and, of course, Ben Bateman. So I can't tell you guys how excited I am, Tina, to have you back leading and Steph Z to be next to me, causing drama. I I, I missed the both of you guys last week, so it's awesome to have you back. Yes, we
1: are happy to be back. And if you didn't already know, the three of us were covering Monday Night Football last season, so it's great to do it again this season. I'm Christina Kaplan. You can tweet me. Find me on Instagram, whatever, at Tina Cap. Um, okay, like I said, Jets, Colts. It was a rematch of Super Bowl three, where the Jets actually were victorious over the Colts. In that Super Bowl match, Namath as well. against United, and it, yeah. it was the fir-
2: It was also the 45 year anniversary for Monday Night Football, which is the first game the Jets played with Joe Namath, who won us that Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Broadway Joe.
1: Everything comes back around. We're going to win it this year. Yeah, I mean, we have so so much to talk about because, I mean, it, it, this is extremely unexpected performance. I think more so on the Colts' part than the Jets, but the that's Jets fair. played amazing and really, it really showed you the moves that they made in the off season how beneficial they were to this team. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's only two weeks in, but still two and zero that's huge. We what, won I, four I,
2: games last year. It's super huge yeah. for us. We're
1: halfway there. Yeah,
3: You're, you really are. But you know, I, I think I think one of the big things was getting a great possession wide receiver and deep threat that can complement Decker. And going out and getting Brandon Marshall, who is still at the age of thirty, I believe, still one of the most explosive receivers in the league. I think was just golden to build around Geno Smith, who actually, obviously, wasn't there. Um, in his absence, uh, in his absence, Fitzpatrick has been coming in and commanding things. But, but yeah, I agree. I mean, the Jets really made some key acquisitions this offseason, and we see the uh, the, big,
2: the two biggest key acquisitions we got. I believe the three for me. Darrell Revis, Oh, yeah. Cromartie. And Coach Todd Bowles. Yes. I mean... I mean like I get like I fell in love with Brandon Marshall opening day I literally was sitting 30 feet away from where he stripped the ball after out of the guy after he almost got incepted so I get you on the Brandon Marshall but the fact that we are not having as many penalties we are like our D is insane and our D is always kind of been good but the coach like there's a huge difference in style and discipline under coach Todd Bowles and you can see that already and to me that's the most promising acquisition because guys guys get hurt guys have a bad day, this, that, anything, but if your foundation is solid now, and I loved me some Rex Ryan, but I can completely tell... The feel of this team mm-hmm. is no bullshit.
3: And I agree with you because, you know, if you look at great teams, for example, the, the the Seattle Seahawks the last couple of years, their foundation and base has been their strong secondary, the Legion of Boom. Yeah. Yeah. And the just Jets this, have
2: the number one and, secondary in the league and right that's now. That's what I was about to say. They the do. Jets yeah. right
3: now, their secondary is just ridiculous. And it's not like they're playing terrible teams. Yeah. I mean, they went, they, you know, they went against the AFC uh, championship contender just this past Monday. So, you know, yeah. just to see them grow in Cromartie, he's a seasoned veteran. Revis, seasoned veteran. So, you know, it's good to have that leadership there as well.
2: Yeah, and again, too, on those, it's both because we have 28 points on turnovers this season Mm. already. In the past five quarters, I think they said. We had 20 points last year on turnovers. So it was Mm. like, even though our D has always been somewhat kind of strong, we couldn't then – Convert that. You know what I mean? We couldn't make points off that. We get some flimsy field goal, or whatever. Like we're making interceptions and we're getting touchdowns. Yeah,
1: yeah. it's crazy to me. No, I mean, <laughs> like, wow. Kevin, Kevin. Johnson, oh, oh, that is a
3: man. rookie wow. mistake, dude. Wow. 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 Ring, ring, Kevin John. Uh, yeah. Let's just all bring attention to my phone right now that just ringed the color. You're on a
2: show. <laughs> there was actually a
3: fan that was calling in to oh, talk yeah, about Oh, yeah, put that fan on live. And we'll, we'll, hit we'll, accept. We'll get the fan to yeah. come on next. later. Liar.
2: <laughs> 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 hit that green Sorry. accept button for that fan, you <laughs> It's, like, it's not fantasy stats guru. He doesn't live in this area, code. Yeah. If fantasy it was fantasy stats, stats, stats guru, guru, I would have said take the call.
1: Actually, or fantasy Reg, Reg, stats. Rev Re, 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 Those are probably yeah. our two best fans. Hopefully, you're watching because um, we love you guys. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Fantasy did
3: tune in on the last week. I got some
2: tweets that was like, you guys, because you know we're filming this on Wednesday today because we moved into the new studio, so we're a little late, but. We um, did get some tweets that were like, "What happened? Your Jets finally yeah. won. How, why are you not talking
1: about it?" I'm like, "Wednesday, we'll talk Wednesday." I right. know. Um, okay, so back to the game, back to the defense. Yes. So, I mean, granted, the Colts O line was ugh, horrendous. It was not they were not showing up at all. But still, it's the pressure that the Jets defense was putting on Andrew Luck. I mean, he, you guys made him look horrible. And it was sad. I felt really bad for him. That first interception he threw, he took the fault for that. That was a bad throw. The rest of it, it was just, he was under pressure the entire game. Granted, there were no sacks, but there were five takeaways and 11 QB hits.
3: And, and I mean, that that doesn't even include how many hurries that he had as well, which I'm sure was probably over 10. I mean, he was running around a lot back there, and you're right. You know, it's hard for any great quarterback to get in a rhythm when – your offensive line is failing you. And another thing is, is what's so funny?
1: <laughs> you just like burped as your you. Going oh, I did burp.
3: I I was trying to do that burp all, you know, discreetly, but. Um.
2: I, <laughs> I would not have said
1: to- anything, but Steph just looked at me <laughs> and Oh, blame laughing. it on the Jets, man. The just looked at me
2: and started
3: laughing, <laughs> yeah. and then I just couldn't uh, could help But like schoolgirls here, you keep going. Burping is good, and plus I'm drinking some soda right now, which yeah, kind of that's the really carbonation. causes You know what I
2: think it bringing it back to what. Kevin John was saying. I just think the, yes, the Kevin style. Kevin finished this point. Uh, go go ahead. ahead. You want to finish? <laughs> I thought you lost it. I was trying to help you. I was I trying to help, help you. That. You're actually helping I me was. here. I love it. I'm saying that I feel like because there is such a creative style of blitz packages happening. Like, they're just coming from yeah, all over. They are. He doesn't know what to expect. They're mm-hmm. on it. And it's like they're playing simple defense, but they're playing good defense. Yeah.
3: Another thing I would say is communication with receivers as well. I mean, obviously, we know that he lost one of his long-term veteran receivers in Reggie Wayne who he was in sync with a lot. And I noticed there were a few times when he was calling audibles after receiving after the defense but there was a miscommunication with his receiver whether it was TY um and, and, and it didn't go through and I even remember they even um one of the uh I forgot if it was Gruden or uh, Mike that actually documented that. But, you know, I just think that it's, you know, possibly just the communication with receivers. Also, the receivers were not getting a lot of open looks. You know, they were not, uh, you know, getting separation. And a lot of that could be attributed to the Jets secondary, you know, who was basically just pancaking them all night. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know, it it just it was just ugly. ugly. It was yeah, ugly. no,
1: I agree it was with you. Awesome! There was there was no <laughs> awesomely
3: ugly. There was it no communication
1: awesome. whatsoever. And and wh- I think it's just Andre Johnson, you know, he's brand new to this offense and exactly. it's just clear that there's no chemistry yet. Yeah. And, right. and TY wasn't even expected to play because of his injury last year. Uh, week and week one, so I think he was kind of limited in what he could do as well. Yeah, so, so that... many
2: injuries happening
3: so oh. early in this season, I know it's kind of so gnarly. Many. If you're a Cowboys fan, I feel sorry for you, goodness, and your Romo? Offenses. <laughs> yeah, your offense yeah, well, I mean,
1: uh, yeah, we'll anyway, see. no, but but yeah, so clearly there was a miss, a misstep with uh, Andrew Luck and his receivers Absolutely. for sure. Yeah, you saw that. But in the same
2: sense, it's like, you know, guys get new teams. Like, Andrew Luck, he's shown his skill. He's got to be good enough to work that out. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. I don't think the Colts are going to have a terrible season. I think it's too early to say just because they're 0-2. their season's over. They made bad. You know, whatever. But I feel like Andrew Luck, at this point in time, he should – He should be comfortable in that situation.
3: I totally understand what you're saying. And you're right. If Andrew Luck wants to be considered an elite quarterback, then yeah. You know, in those kind of situations, you have to take charge. But it's still hard getting acclimated. You know, the only other quarterback I can think of that had immediate success with a completely new system was the the Colts former quarterback Peyton when he went to the Broncos in that first year in 2012 he was ridiculous with all those new receivers but yeah, obviously well, I feel like a, they
2: kind of built that offense around
3: him they they kind of you're it's right
2: Peyton Manning is yeah, yeah. exactly. he's yeah, I mean, <laughs> a little bit of
3: an he, he's he's, odd he's kind of a beast no, but <laughs> But yeah, but if Andrew Luck wants to be considered in that kind of conversation, your Mannings, your Brady's and stuff like that, you're right, Steph. There's you know, he's been around long enough. I mean, he's still young. He's in his third or fourth year, or it was his fourth year, I think. So he's still young enough, but you know, it's still like, you know, this was this would be a good time for him to prove his leadership and those intangibles and say, look, you know, I know we got new people, but I will get us through this because I'm the quarterback, the franchise quarterback of this franchise, and I'll make it happen. And he just did not.
1: Right, but but, but I don't want to put one hundred percent of the blame on that to Andrew Luck because mm-hmm. his offensive line did a horrible Absolutely. job of protecting him, and Chuck Absolutely. Pagano even said that in the post game uh, interview. He said, yeah. "You know, there was no protection whatsoever," and that plays a huge role in your decision making. You're, you know, quick. You're quickly making throws that are not as accurate you make as you'd like yeah because you're you have a, a guy running at you full speed about to tackle right. you to the ground so i think that it's 50-50 andrew luck needs obviously to work on some things but also that o-line is just
3: and also well, you would the even o-line go- i oh
1: sorry
2: go. i would even go i mean it's not just 50-50 it's yes andrew luck yes to o-line but yes like give credit where credit's finally due the Jets' defense oh, yeah. is just yeah. coming through. Of you know course. what I mean? It's like even if they had somewhat of a decent O line, I feel like the Jets still are powering through stuff. Which no, is awesome. they are. They and are. Not- so
1: that just goes to show you that when they play another team with a good defense like the Jets, they're going to have those same problems unless they fix it.
3: Well, right. well another thing you got to realize, like I talked about earlier, the foundation obviously is the secondary. We saw that with the Seahawks, but the foundation on offense is your running game yeah. and. Frank Gore, I love him. Came from the Niners, great running back. Unfortunately, I don't think he's quite found himself in that system right. yet either. No, no. You know? And once he gets going, that takes pressure off Andrew Luck, and Andrew Luck can play his game. So I think there's a lot of things. If I'm the Colts offensive coordinator, first of all, I think my job may be in jeopardy. But you know, there, there's some things. I mean, not
2: after two games. Yeah, I
3: mean, but still, there's I, there's some serious concerns going yeah. through that. Uh, you know, that that offense. You have w- arguably one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Two great receivers, one veteran that's an all-pro, and uh, uh, you know a great running back. I mean, like you said, the offensive line definitely dis- does get a lot of blame, but I would be very concerned. Well, the rest there. of
1: their offense is is great too. I mean, Moncrief, Dante Moncrief had a great game. He was right. the only one really out of the receivers to have a good game. It was seven receptions uh, with 122 receiving yards and a touchdown. Uh, Colby Fleener, not a bad. Guy, he's a he's a decent you know tight end and uh, Mm -hmm. you know and then you said Ty Hilton Andre Johnson they have the weapons it's just I think a matter of chemistry it's just not right not right
3: yet you have to find a way to include Andre uh, Johnson in the offense too and I just you know I don't know how many times he was targeted. On uh, Monday night, but I it, three is,
1: receptions for twenty-seven yards. I don't know how many times he was actually targeted, though. Yeah, yeah. so three
3: receptions, twenty-seven yard, average of nine yards per reception. And those are not Andre Johnson like numbers, no, you know. No, no. And we know what he's capable of doing. And I just think that's another thing they have to find a way to include him more, to target him more, especially with Ty injured, yeah. you know, because that's your main. Target right there. So, yeah, you know, they just got to figure it out. Now, now fortunately, Mon, um, Moncrief. Moncrief was able to step up, but, you know, they, they need to figure some things out. But like, but, like I said, you know, don't take anything away from the Jets secondary. I mean, they did a phenomenal job on that. You
2: know what was the craziest thing ever? You know how before the game they all do the predictions of who's going to win the Colts mm-hmm. or the Jets? It was that I use, I think there's usually like eight guys that do it. Is it eight? <laughs> Six? Yeah. Two pick the Colts, the rest pick the Jets. I was at the bar like, what? What is happening? I'm like, they're jinxing us. They're saying we're actually good. But it was like, and again, yeah, like you can't take away from the Jets. And not just saying it. Like I can, I can I'm the first person to say we've been terrible for years. So I can say that. But you, like, our team, <laughs> like again? we looked like a football team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, even the first game, it was a little bit like we knocked McAllen out, helicoptered him out. Johnny Manziel comes in. It was like sloppy, dirty. Whatever. Like this game was an ugly game, but it wasn't like you know when they, there's just a game and it's like oh that was an ugly win. Like that was not an ugly win for no. us. It was an right. ugly lose for them, yeah. oh, absolutely. which is very five turnovers. New, it doesn't very get much better. No. Jets fan. Yeah, the Jets look dominant on all cylinders. Yeah. I mean, we haven't and... won back-to-back games in two years. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so then, I guess my question is. How much of this game then do you, do you attribute excuse me do you attribute the the win to the lackluster offense that the Colts displayed or do you attribute the win to the fact that the Jets were just dominant you know No
1: I definitely think it's much more uh, to the fact that the Jets defense played so well mm-hmm. I mean yeah. the coverage was great on Absolutely. all receivers I mean we already talked about pass rushing the pressure on the quarterback Mhm I think that you definitely play, you give more of that credit to the defense than than the, the lack of communication or the lack of chemistry from the offense. That's a small piece of it, but the Jets defense was dominant. Yeah, mm-hmm. and not
2: only that, yeah, hundred percent. The Jets' friends was Donovan, uh, dominant, but in the same sense, it's like. And again, I said this as soon as as soon as the news came out that Geno Smith was punched in the face by a broken jaw and wasn't playing, <laughs> I got texts from everybody, and I. The first thing I said: blessing in disguise. Yeah, I don't believe like Fitzpatrick comes on the field. He has a sense of confidence. He's smart. He knows what to do. I don't think we're gonna lose. We're not gonna beat ourselves at much with Fitzpatrick out there. You yeah. know what I mean, like we would have made all these and it, it keeps the adrenaline going. When you got a D like that, and then you turn over the ball or you get an interception and you recover a fumble and then you give it to your offense and they go six yards and three and out. Yeah. Like that, that's like it completely kills the momentum. Now yeah. we've got a D like that, and then the offense is producing results. Yeah. Like that's insane. I don't want Geno Smith ever to be in a Jets jersey again.
3: Wow, those are some very harsh words. I
2: I, but, I mean he's he's full practice right now. They he might dress for the game. This Sunday against the Eagles, but they've they've already said Fitzpatrick's our number one guy now.
1: Uh, yeah, I was gonna say I don't see how they can not start Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Oh, they will. with everything that's that's happened with Geno Smith. Not only just the offseason or you know preseason issues, but last season he didn't perform. No. So you have this guy that comes in two games in a row and performs. I mean, his uh, numbers were he twenty two for thirty four, two hundred and forty four passing yards. Two touchdowns, one interception, but he had a 93.3 passer rating. And
3: you know, it's funny, right. we, we talk about how great Fitzpatrick has been with this offense, you know, the, or, or this team the last couple of games, and we were just talking, and he's getting acclimated with a new offense, like we were talking about with luck. But the thing that I got to give Fitzpatrick credit for is this somebody that's been on four different teams yeah. the last four years and is still able, you know, granted he was coming off the bench on some of them, but, you know, it's still able to come into a new system, learn it quick, and he's a brilliant guy It's a new system, red, but, but the it.
2: offensive coordinator played with him in Buffalo.
3: Was that, Oh, oh, okay, that is right. So they still have. So that, that it's not connection like, or, And
2: they, they played together when Fitzpatrick was like, what were they fourteen and zero? I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying the both of you will fall out so, if we keep winning for games. All right, games. then,
1: Steph, do you think that it's time if you haven't already to draft Ryan Fitzpatrick in your fantasy league I do
2: not play fantasy football. You don't play fantasy football. I do not. But if I um, did, I would definitely, definitely play it through DraftKings. Oh, that, it's the coolest thing going out there. I've heard all about it. You, I, you play through DraftKings, right?
3: I, I, I do play through DraftKings. Yeah. I mean, and, and I'm glad you brought up DraftKings because, man, DraftKings <laughs> is awesome. Yeah. Especially, we all love, you know, let me, let me ask you guys a question. You guys love watching football, right? Duh. Do, do you guys like making money too?
1: Yeah. Duh. What if
3: I told you you can watch football and get paid while doing it?
1: Oh, yeah, I'm
3: in. That's like a dream job, right? A dream job. <laughs> Who wouldn't do that? Well, you know, the good thing about DraftKings is you can do just that there. I mean, this is the only fantasy league where you can change your roster and players on a week-by-week basis. Yeah. So guess what? You have Tony Romo, Des Bryant. They go get injured first, second week. You have, you don't have to be committed to them the rest of the season. You can go in the next week and get two other people. So that's the beauty of DraftKings is that you can flip up your schedule. You're not married to any one player over a significant period of time. Also, you know, it's, uh, you know, DraftKings has also given, made millionaires out of people last month, as, or excuse me, last season as well. So think about this, watching football, playing fantasy, make a million. Who wants to be a millionaire, right?
2: Dude, my Jets winning, making millions. I don't know. <laughs> you're, you're twisting my arm here. I might be jumping the fence to the DraftKings. Kings.
3: Well, guess what? DraftKings is actually crowning a new millionaire every week. So, you know, it's like, Tina, you know, right now you, you do pretty good. You make good money. Great job. But just like next week you roll in here, you're a millionaire, you know, from playing DraftKings. You have like your entourage coming with a mink coat and like a decked out.
1: Um, It's a little too hot for a mink know, right? coat. It's like 95 <laughs> degrees outside. <laughs> just say
3: it. Or Steph won a million. She would come in with like some Jets like eyelashes and like get like Jet Jets contacts. Billings, uh, and, like, Jets grill. A Jets that that would be the day. But anyways, guys, if
1: we win the Super Bowl, I'm
3: getting a Jets grill.
1: I'll I'll get a Jets grill if you win the Super Bowl.
3: Do you hear this bet? Do you hear this bet? To Jeff, well, anyways, back to DraftKings. Make sure you go to DraftKings.com and enter the promo code. Get this promo code is Buzz B U Z Z like after Buzz. That is your promo code. Go to DraftKings.com, enter Buzz for your chance to be a millionaire. And yeah. I just I hear Colin Kaepernick is a pretty good quarterback to pick up if you want some points. I don't
2: I, know about that.
3: I mean, I'm no fantasy I mean, the sports Jets guru, D, but the Jets
2: D might be a safe <laughs> pick.
3: But anyways, make sure you check it out. This isn't fantasy as usual. This is DraftKings. Welcome to the big time.
1: Woo! Yes!
2: Alright. Kevin! Alright. I'm just fired super up. Super me how. Kings. Tell me how you. Yeah. I,
3: I love, I love DraftKings, man. No, this I is, like it really too. A they were at the Super
2: Bowl this year. I met some of the people. I have a nice little hat. It's pretty rad.
3: Oh, was that the thing that we went to when we were doing the uh, hand gliding? No, that, that was or, so bad.
2: But remember outside oh. we got those hats? You were with me. We I, got those hats. We did get draft those hats. DraftKings.
3: That is right. Sorry. Well. Yeah.
1: Did you guys know this is Ryan Fitzpatrick's first victory over Andrew Luck? Yes. Living. You didn't know that,
3: obviously. Well, no, I was thinking because I was thinking of the last few teams that he's been with. You know, the Bills, the Texans, uh, um, you know, obviously uh, the, the Jets. and the, What was the other team he was with? Because I was thinking how often he played uh, Andrew Luck. It's L- Pratchett,
1: well. fourth straight season, he'll start a game against the Colts. Jets this year, Texans last year, Titans the year before, Titans. Bills Titans. in 2012. That was the I was forgetting about. Yeah. yeah. No, that, I'm I mean, in love with him. I love
2: him and everyone was like right, yeah but you guys got Fitzpatrick now he's consistent and yeah Yeah. he's not maybe he's not you know the long ball passer I mean I don't know like he's thrown a couple long ones but everyone was saying that and it's like he's connecting he's He's consistent he's a veteran he's smart and you know what What's really going to happen is Petty's going to wind up being our franchise quarterback. And I would love for Petty to learn underneath Fitzpatrick than Geno Smith. Yeah,
3: You know who Fitzpatrick kind of reminds me of? He kind of reminds me of Alex Smith. Because both of these guys are effective game managers. They make smart decisions. They don't turn the ball over a lot. They both have high football IQs. And their teams typically go into the postseason and have success. So I would kind of call Fitzpatrick maybe to Alex Smith 2.0. But... I just
2: got chills when you said that because that means the Jets are going to be in playoffs and we're going to win. We're gonna to win the freaking Super Bowl this year!
3: Now that's called um, optimism. But we, uh, made, we actually
2: made a bet on this last year, Kevin. Too at the end of the season, if you don't
3: remember. I love the bet that we made where you had to wear my 49ers jersey in here. That was you looked so amazing. What in about that. the
1: bet where you had to wear my Chargers T-shirt? That was like tight on you. It actually fit him. So actually, the second half of this
3: game, uh, anyway, what stood game. out to you guys in the second? <laughs> no, I,
1: I'm curious to ask you since we are on the Jets train, and I feel like. We we really just give it to me just were this one all time. over Steph last season about how bad they were. So yeah, they were bad. So let's let's talk a little bit more about the Jets and how good they were. And I wanna know what you guys think about the wide receiving duo of Eric Decker and Brandon Marshall. Is this the first kind of game that is going to be set the trend for these two guys to have a monster season what
3: a problem that they're going to pose is this i'm sorry you're going to say no go ladies first you got it okay (laughs) the problem that they're going to pose is this they're going to be a nightmare for up, up, opposing secondaries. And the reason I say that is because depending on how you're playing in cover two, if you're doing man-to-man, or if you just have a drop back, the, the problem is this. Marshall is already going to command double coverage, if not multiple people over there, which means that you're going to leave Decker open on a lot of flats, a lot of slants, a lot of five-yard slants, and Decker does get at running those. Decker can run downfield as well, too. We saw what he did on the Broncos. But the problem that they're going to have is because you're not going to know which one to, to – to, 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 uh, key in on because they both have strengths. It's not like one's a possession receiver, one's a deep threat. They both can equally do those kind of things well. So I think, like you said, with them being, uh, the one-two tandem punch, they're gonna, you know, create havoc for, uh, you know, opposing secondaries.
2: Yeah. I mean, like, I knew Monday night we were gonna see Decker all day long because the game that Brandon Marshall had and the, Chatter around him after the first Jets win. You knew he was going to be double teamed. He's still, I think, strong enough to take on that double team. I mean, you saw him. Like, there yeah. was at 1.4 guys on him. He still catches the ball. You know, but yes, I mean, and Eric Decker, he hurt his knee, but I'm pretty sure it was just a sprain and he's either going to play. He's okay to play Sunday if he wants. But, um, I do think that it's, and again, I get it. Like, we haven't had this or something equivalent to this. I can't remember the last time. Altoon, Wesley Walker. I mean, like when's the last time the Jets had a duo of receivers? Uh,
3: Plex, uh, no, no. Plexico uh, and Holmes. No, no, no. The other guy, um,
2: Burris. No, no, no. He I'm was good.
3: Uh, godly slipping my tongue. He used to play. He Holmes. was on the Browns too.
2: Holmes, the guy with the. No, no,
3: no. He was on the Browns as well. He won the. I'm gonna look it up, but. Wayne Corbett, too, but that was oh, back in the
2: day. And uh, eighty-one, what was his name? Oh my God, Barton? Or no, not Barton. God, it's uh, killing me. <laughs> oh, um, well, why
3: you guys think of that?
2: If yeah, I'm it up right now. Still, it's, still, killing it's not, me. It's it not is enough, killing and it's even now you see like guys like Curly. Curly's playing special teams. That's it. Yeah, you know, like R.D. and Ivory's still a little bit like off. We like still dealing with the Hammy injury, but it's like we got Marshall,
1: Decker, Ivory, Powell. Yeah, we're good. I mean, Brandon Keller, Marshall. You are talking about? If no, you, no, Keller.
3: no, 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 no. He was, he was, he was like an all-star. Uh he was only there for like one season, I think, in two thousand. Kellen Winslow, no. not Kellen Winslow. He's, he was a good tight end. Um, uh, I'm I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna All find right. it. Go ahead. All right.
1: Anyways, um, Brandon oh, Marshall again, um, in active players has the most Monday Night Football receiving yards with oh, one thousand awesome. two hundred ninety-five.
3: Um, Braylon Edwards and Santonio Holmes.
1: Oh Holmes Edwards,
3: yeah. Braylon Edwards yeah. is yeah,
1: yeah. say th- Holmes? I, I
3: well did, she said Holmes, uh, but I was Edwards. thinking of the, the oh. two no, seventeen.
2: seventeen, yeah. Because it
3: was it was when they because, had Braylon Edwards and Holmes that were good.
2: Yeah, but still who was throwing the ball to them?
3: Mark Sanchez. There you go.
2: <laughs> there you go.
3: Yeah, yeah. You no, no, he's right.
2: not no just on Mark Sanchez, whatever, but at that he had those two guys in his rookie season. Like it's not, yeah. It's it's not the same as having a veteran quarterback with these guys knowing how to use them, knowing how to usually like, play smart football. You well, know, don't
3: forget in his rookie season, he also went to the AFC Championship game too.
2: And he also lost the AFC Championship. Nice. All right, <laughs> so, anyways, anyways. so uh, okay, so our how, our D got, take it away, Tiga. Our D actually got us to that
1: championship. How big of a season do you guys expect El Revis to have? He had four tackles an interception, two fumble
3: recoveries
1: in this game alone.
3: Well, first of all, I don't expect him to put up those stats every game. You, you know, don't? I, I, Why no, not? I'm, that would be absurd. You know, that, that's like that's – like, uh, I'll put it like this. If he kept up this pace, he had two fumble recoveries, one interception, right? He would end the season with what? Uh, th- what, 32 fumble recoveries, 17 interceptions, I'm something down. like
2: that? Do it. So, Bring it on. And, Bring it on. And then also – He was the defensive player of the week
1: last week.
3: Bring yeah, it and well-deserved. But also on. you got to realize because – I mean, people already know how great Revis is. not like this is the first time people are taking notice to how no, great no, is. No, no, no. But I'm
1: just saying, is he going re- to have – No. An amazing season this year.
3: No, because office of coordinators are already, when they're scouting, getting ready for the night. I don't know. Who who does the Jets play next week? Uh,
1: but you're talking
2: about the, it
3: as if Revis is new. He took the
2: Patriots to the freaking Eagles. Super Bowl last year. The like Eagles. people know, people have him trying to That's play against Terrell Revis. know about him, but I guarantee so he's you, he's still getting two fumble recoveries and an interception. He's still rattling quarterbacks. He's still shaking it up. Well, it's not like he's this rookie, well, rookie that they're like, we got to figure out how to shut him down.
3: No, well, first of all, one of those fumble recoveries, he just happened to be at the right place at the right time. Doesn't it wasn't matter. Like he, he did. It. the fumble, and then also you got to realize that they're going to not. Not go to him as much. Kind of like the Richard Sherman thing. There's certain offensive coordinators that will just not go at him. I think Revis, continuing to play this great... He's gonna start to garner that. Not to say he hasn't did that in the past. We know how great he is, right? But I feel that they're gonna be a little more reluctant to go towards him. So, so I don't his think his stats
2: will suffer. His stats will saying, suffer because yeah. they're not gonna but go. But still, at him then much. that means he's effective, right? You're right, absolutely, so absolutely. I think he's gonna have a stellar year, and it's okay. The guys we have backing him up, Pryor, Cromartie, like they're all like they're the. It's like the band is back together with those guys. Mm-hmm. You know, they're super pumped. Like you watch after in the locker room, like they post some stuff. It's like that team, the mentality. Of that team, it's different than I've seen or heard. I mean, every year I'm like, this is going to be a good year, but like this year is actually like a different year
3: for us. Which is kind of ironic because typically with secondaries, usually the younger you are, you know, because that's the most athletic position right. on the field. You usually, but they're playing the, smart. But yeah, that's what I would say. Hard. The fact that the they're Jets are playing hard too, are, but yeah, no, yeah. you're right. They're smart, hard, and they, they just really have a good command. You, if you watch what's not not uh, the safety for the Jets, um, Step of my Prior? Is it? But, Screen? anyways, when you watch him, because there were a the few times where they showed it when he was just watching Andrew he Lux got- eyes. Because basically, that's what the free safety is supposed to do read the Prior, quarterback Prior. where he's going. And the fact that he was just on him and literally blanketed whatever receiver, uh, you know, uh, opposing player was in that area is just an attest to, you know, how great they may be the Seahawks that are Legion of Boom. These guys, the Jet Secondary this year, we can call them the Legion of the Meadowlands. Okay, that didn't sound as good. But still, they wow. are a <laughs> swing
2: and a miss, Kevin.
3: Swing and a miss. I'm gonna take a two minute timeout while you're Yeah, you guys
1: I'm gonna talk. take your
2: oh,
0: mic.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, anyway. Take his mic. Uh it, yeah. The Legion
3: I, of Meadowland.
1: I, I think that the Jets defense definitely you said it already that there's a different, you know, coordinator, a different feel, but I just sensed a different uh, what's the, I don't know, I'm trying energy, to Energy chemistry? Word. Yeah, like a different I mean there was a different energy. Like granted a lot of the guys that were there last year were here are here again this year, but it's just you see a different defense out there.
3: Different mindset there yeah.
1: everyone's playing with more of a spark, with more of a passion. Absolutely. And maybe I mean winning, I know winning helps. Winning helps a lot.
2: Totally helps. And it's interesting. Um when I when we were at the Super Bowl, me and Kevin were there. Uh, I Ooh. interviewed Antonio Camardi And this was at the point in time He was still with the Cardinals And we were talking about Coach Todd Bowles And he was like I was like Do you think the Jets are going to have a good year next year? And he was also saying he might be back Which is awesome that he's back <laughs> But he, what, his response and Not verbatim But his response was pretty much like Coach Todd Bowles has a great system It's a question of if the guys are going to buy into the system or not mm. And these Jets have bought into this system yeah. They're happy to have a new coach They're happy to have new things going on I'm sure they're happy that. I mean, you. You've some of the players have even said they're happy that Gino's not playing. I mean, they're happy, yes, to be winning. Wait, but the players over- said they're happy that Gino's so, not playing. Yeah, I'm not going to say who. Whoa, that someone is a someone. Pretty much said that tough. Gino's job is pretty much over. But I mean, the fact that the players have bought into this system, it's the sky's the limit now. And again, I'm not. Whatever, like I say, the Jets are going to the Super Bowl because I have to. But it's you know it, it is a different team, and I do think again that that starts from the foundation. You can have great players, lots of team have great players, but if the players aren't communicating with each other, if it's not there, if the team isn't there, if everything's not packaged together as one, you don't win. Yeah,
3: And I think you said something great. You know, you keep talking about them going to the Super Bowl. Obviously, that means they have to win the AFC. And really coming into the season, especially while Brady was – while he had that first six-game suspension, it seems like the Colts were unanimous as far as who everyone thought was going to be the AFC favorite. Right.
1: Well, that's what I was just about to get into is that everyone not only thought they were going to be the AFC favorite, they were predicting them to go to the Super Bowl. Mm. And now – and there's an interesting stat – as I have hair on my mic, um, that I just looked at. The Colts have struggled outside of the divi- their division in the Andrew Luck era. They're 16-2 in the AFC South, which really is not saying much at all. Um, and they're 17-15 and 15 with all other teams. They've also been outscored 92-28 to 28 in their last three games. So Ooh. clearly, and Eric Davis is one I'm sure you – I'm sure you have some loving words to say. He's an X niner But
3: he always,
1: always says every time on NFL Network when they're trying to get them to predict before the season, he's like, it's August or whatever the month is. You net you can't make a a, Mm -hmm. an accurate prediction before the season. You never know what's going to happen. And look, this is a perfect example. Everyone was having the Colts go so far, and not saying that they won't make it to playoffs, but they're zero and two. It's very hard to do that. And that's another thing that people are saying about the Seahawks right now is that once you if you you start off the season zero and two, it's it's the percentages, just the science and the math behind it. Oh yeah, it's very hard to make it to the playoffs and to do what they did last season where they had you know now now if it's green bay and seattle again green bay has the home field advantage Mm -hmm. that was the issue last season is that the seahawks won giving them the the home field advantage
3: well the seahawks Um, also had a prayer that game too but
1: right but so but so yeah so speaking with the colts it's 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 crazy how much it can change and how wrong
3: people can be. Oh, absolutely. And and I mean, a lot of times when people make predictions for the upcoming season, a lot of that's coming in from what happened the last season. Right. And we saw what the Colts did this last season. You know, they took the Patriots to the AFC Championship. Obviously, the Patriots got the best of them. But we just saw them emerging. You saw Andrew Luck take out Peyton Manning in the playoffs. You know, so you, you saw this, the evolution of uh, not just luck, but the Colts. But the reason why I'm kind of glad, and I, I don't mean this, in, you know, like I dislike the Colts, I think they're a great franchise, but I'm glad for them that they came out to this horrific start. Because what this is going to do is one of two things A, it's going to make them focus on things on their Achilles Hill and things that they don't do well. And so far this season, even though we talked about their offense, is their defense? Because if you realize, even in the past, they rely... Ew. I know. I'm, I'm, my hands are... Is I'm it all inspector gadget all over. <laughs> it is. I'm just nervous. You know, I'm back with you two, and it, life is so we good. We make you and nervous. It's all right. You do. But no, the coach rely heavily on Andrew Luck and the offense. You know, if they go to shootouts, they'll win games 38-31. to So I think because they have such a great quarterback that puts up these incredible offensive stats, they kind of rely on that to bail them out. So when your offense is not doing well, then what do you turn to? And that's why I think the foundation and the basis needs to go back to their defense, which I don't know the numbers on their defense last year, but I don't think it was top 10. So I, you know, maybe Mm, that's something for them to to focus on. But uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah. you know,
1: I, I, like, I too. Their defense ranks 17th in the NFL prior to this game, so mm-hmm. I don't know how much better or worse. It's not than terrible. It, it's
3: right there in the middle. They
1: were last year.
3: Yeah, right. Yeah. but
1: I think the majority of their defense came back. So.
3: Mm-hmm. Sure. Oh, well, I know they also, the Colts actually, speaking of their defense, they had a lot of injuries to their secondary. I want to say yeah, that they, did. they They only they had, definitely did. yeah, I, I want to say like three of their original starters coming into the season weren't even suited or could even play on Monday night. And another one of their DBs got injured Monday night. So I know their secondary is banged up.
2: Yeah, yeah, but they weren't banged up the week before when they got beat by the Bills too. So I mean, I just feel like overall the Colts need to do a little bit of readjusting.
3: I agree.
1: Yeah, yeah they had in week yeah. one they had zero sacks, zero takeaways.
3: It look exactly. So
1: and that and it says right there, um, did not have any games last season with zero sacks and zero takeaways. So maybe that's another issue to work on.
3: Yeah, I mean, They got a lot of things to work on. We basically yeah, just got,
1: told them they have to fix their entire fix their, team. That's your quarterback saying. sucks, your O-line sucks, your <laughs> defense sucks. See, I don't uh, think anyone yeah. sucks. I your feel special like- teams is I don't know that anyone right? sucks. I just no, feel no, like no. they're all not
2: on the same page. Totally. It's like, and that and that's the beauty of football. You can have a great quarterback, but you need a great receiver, and then you need a great running back, and you need a great defense, and you need, the, you know what I mean? It's like you need a great that's everything the to put it together. And right now they're, they're just not clicking. And right. I, like It's like, it's not like, like, for example, when the Jets were bad a while ago, like, you could be like, oh, my God, Sanchez is terrible. Like, you could put the blame on one thing, and it was that we haven't had a good quarterback, who knows the last time we've had a good quarterback, a sustainable, consistent quarterback. But with, I feel like with the Colts right now, there's not one thing – that's just completely like a red light flash, and like this is our problem. There's multiple problems, so if they can sort it out and put the pieces of the puzzle back together, I think they'll be all right.
1: Right. I mean, and they were at home too, which just adds mm. another awesome le- another level of um, frustration. <laughs> yeah, frustration. Yeah, frustration to that team when you can't even win at home.
3: I think the fans were booing a little bit in the third quarter. I want to say after uh, the second interception. I mean, and
1: honestly, too, like
2: it's got them. You know, it's got to resonate in their heads that we're getting destroyed. We're getting destroyed at home. What's happening? We're getting destroyed by the Jets. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like not even trying to say anything. But yeah, like it has but to weigh I that think that who they're
1: playing and you know. Yeah, but I think it's widely known, and it was widely known heading into this season that the Jets were much improved. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I hope that that's not what they're thinking because they if that if that's what the whole league is thinking, then they're in for a rude awakening because. We Say saw it again. But, Say it again. The whole in that. for a rude
2: awakening. Why? Why are they in the for it?
1: Jets are so good this season. Oh, oh. music to my ears. I love you, Tina I'm happy for you because I felt bad. After a while, it was like, all right, like, we can only make fun of the Jets so much. And then it just gets sad when they only win four games. Hey, but man. now, I mean chances are they're gonna win more than four games this season I think, yeah if we were
2: to lose yeah we have to we're gonna but,
3: and <laughs> you know the thing i gotta give you is you are a loyal fan you know most fans you know when their team is going through those dark periods today they, they don't still walk out representing their jersey their paraphernalia and say look i'm oh, diehard yeah. steph is diehard and I, I have to give you that you thanks
2: know. dude going to london in two weeks yo Two weeks to see the Jets Dolphin game on my birthday. October 4th, my birthday, Jets Dolphins. Give me some love out there. Dude, I want to go. I got an extra ticket. You got an extra ticket? I do you have, have an extra plane too. ticket, too? Don't have an extra plane ticket. <laughs> <laughs> but I do have an extra ticket and a place to stay. Dang it. Wow.
3: Well, so, if you got the hookup. I do. Well, we'll all meet We'll all meet in San Francisco for the Super Bowl this year. To
2: cheer on the Jets. Yeah. If the Jets are in it, you guys are both going head to toe. If the Jets are in it and your guys' teams aren't, head to toe, I want you jets out. Okay, I'm I don't have any Jets paraphernalia, but for you. uh, I'll,
3: I'll, I'll You'll throw fit into my jerseys. Together. There you go. If if we'll you do that. If you fit
2: into TD Cap's Chargers t-shirt, you'll definitely fit into my jerseys.
1: Yeah, I think the jerseys will be too big on him.
3: Yeah, it's swimming. You know what? That's all right, though, because, you know, I— You're I, a lean, I, mean we're, fight we're, machine, I'm um, weak Kevin and skinny Jones. in certain areas, I make up for in other areas. So, uh, okay, not like that, okay? <laughs> not like exactly that. Get your head off you the gutter. Well, what
2: were you thinking then, Kevin? Well, no. I'm
3: weak. Uh, well, I'm weak. You know, there's
2: some people. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, yeah, know. Uh, anyway, back to
1: the football. Back to anyways. the football. Yes. Yeah, so I'm trying. Why is this not loading? You know another thing what, I was going to say, week? too? Well, uh, yeah, well, well, I forgot to write well, down who plays next week.
3: While that thing is loading, I'll just go ahead and say this. I'll try. The okay. thing also, I know we've beaten up the Colts enough, but it's like when your offense is not winning, your defense is not winning, you at least got to rely on your kicker. And oh
1: I know Terry well, who is one of the field most goals in thank that you. game
3: one is like a 29 year uh a 29 30. a 29 yarder yeah which, or 30 yarder 30 which is a cheap shot off the,
1: the goal I can't
2: believe they both hit the goalpost. I know it's kind of
3: awkward it's just like man nothing is clicking for them you know I don't know maybe they need like like maybe Andrew luck who is he dating because you know I a lot think of he's times married. They, oh is he married
1: I think and she like they went to Stanford together
3: okay. Well, he does a good job of keeping his personal life out of the public. Andrew Luck is like,
2: not about that. It's about freaking football. Yeah. It doesn't have to do with who he's dating. Hey, Damn. no.
3: Sometimes who you're dating can distract you. I'm just saying. Look like at Tony Romo and Jessica Simpson. Look at Serena Williams and Drake. Look at Sierra and Russell. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just putting it All out there. All right.
2: Anyway. Who is Andrew Luck
3: dating? We need to figure that out. I he's
2: believe. Married.
3: Who is he married to? We need to serve the okay. papers. The next, right.
2: The next. The next. You are crazy. The next Monday night football game is Kansas City Chiefs at
1: Green Bay. Oh yeah, that'll be a good game. That is so. All right, guys. Let me get your predictions for that game then. I got oh. Green Bay.
3: Yeah, I was about to say. you. Oh. And now,
1: you're after the
3: TV predictions. Look at this.
2: I'm gonna say the Jets. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm gonna
1: say the <laughs> Jets Bay. are just gonna win every single game, um,
2: even if they're not in it. Yeah. Right? Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Green Bay. Looking sharp.
3: This is the thing. I mean, you're playing at Lambeau Field right now. Aaron Rodgers is hotter than asphalt in Phoenix, Arizona, and they're just and they are literally on a road. They don't have Jordy Nelson, but they're finding ways to get it done. Jones is playing out of his mind. Out of his mind. Okay, James Jones,
1: like what? I had him last year on my fantasy team on the bench. He did nothing, so I just left
3: him on the bench. This was a dude that was sitting on his couch like six months ago, like wondering where he's going next, and just beasting. So, anyways, I say all I have to say, Green Bay.
1: Yeah, I agree. I'm saying Green Bay, too, because even with Eddie Lacy going down, they had James Starks in there, too, that was still able to make plays on uh, with the run game. Then, like you said, James Jones, you still got Randall Cobb. I mean, their mm-hmm. defense played really well against Seattle, shut them down. Uh, I think even though Travis Kelsey has been playing super really, oh, well, yeah. really good for – the Chiefs, I just don't think that they have enough weapons on offense. Yeah, Jamal Charles. It, if you looked at it actually last week, a lot of the top um, running backs all fumbled. Jamal Charles, Frank Gore. I think Marshawn fumbled. I
3: think DeMarco Murray, uh, DeMarco Murray, fumbled as well. Yeah,
1: I think yeah. there was like four or five
2: 11 of them. Yards.
3: I know it was terrible. Um, and well, they, need really get, they need to find a way too to get, they need to find a way too to get DeAnthony Thomas more involved as well. I mean, he yeah. is one of the yeah. most explosive Black all the The Black Bomb, yeah. but yeah, He's one of the most explosive. And I was about to the cheese cam, I think it was the first weekend, the weekend for a lesson, they you know they, they weren't really doing much to get him involved, and I think that he's going to be their X factor, you know, because he, he's so versatile. So yeah, we'll see, we'll
1: see, we will see. Guys, tell them where they can find you in the meantime on social media. You guys can find me on Insta, Insta Twitter, <laughs> Insta Twitter. No,
2: <laughs> you can find me at I A M S T E F Z.
3: I'm Kevin John. You can find. Me, uh, I like how your thigh just totally hit my knee, like an. What are you talking place. about? I'm Kevin John. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Hey Kevin John.
1: And I'm Christina Kaplan. You can find me on Instagram or Twitter or InstaFace, as Bill Belichick likes to call it, at it's Tina Kaplan. Nice. And well, we'll see you next week. You couldn't keep the Patriots
2: out of this. You I'm had sorry. It. I had Go to. Jets.
1: J-E-T-S.
0: Legion of Meadowland. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network.